Welcome back to the Jigsaw Podcast. This week on the School of Unlearning, we're talking about the most important part of a message, which is how we apply it to our lives. And this week, we're looking at how we can integrate the next steps from last week's message. Good morning. Shua, how are you, man? Good. I'm doing well. Yeah. I did notice that um, I have this habit of always starting the things the exact same way. Yeah. Fade down the music. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. So if you're listening to this in your car right now, hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey. Especially if it's the afternoon. Yes. Or the evening. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a crazy stretch here at Jacob's yeah. Well. Yep. We've been having a ton of uh, stuff going on. And um, so, yeah, we're kind of catching our breath a little bit. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's, it, I think a lot of people in a lot of different aspects of life are, are, um, are feeling that and that's one of the reasons when we as a church we we as a church are asking okay in this season what do people need from from the church what do people um need that will help them stay connected with christ help them stay connected with the church with each other help them put healthy good practices in their life and one of the things i had a a long conversation with an executive pastor from another church just a couple days ago and their church is really struggling to find their feet in this 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 situation. I actually think our church is actually doing pretty pretty good. They were looking at our website and said, "Okay, you know, help me out here." And and um, one of the things that I said to them is, "You can't just assume you're going to do things the way you've done them," which is mm-hmm. you know blinding flash to the obvious. Just because you've always had like a small group rally or a serve rally or because you've geared up on this date every year because this is when school starts, all that's out the window Yeah, because people's lives are in just such chaos. And so we are thinking deeply about how we can come alongside people. And, and so that comes back to what we want to talk about today, that, that, you know, whenever we give a message for people to come and hear the message and, and, you know, enjoy the message, that's great. You know, for people to be even impacted, that was just a great message. That's that's wonderful. But what really gets us excited is that when we see people take a practical, tangible step towards transformation of knowing and becoming like Christ because of something they heard on the weekend. And it might be a song. It might be a conversation in the gathering area. It might be a prayer in the prayer room. It might be from the message. Because at the end of the day, our church doesn't exist to do great worship services, to do great services that rock people. It exists to help people know and become like Jesus through the five commitments. And so we're constantly thinking next steps. I always joke that if you don't like the concept of next steps, you're not going to like this church. If you're looking for a church that's goal is going to be doing what it's always done, not challenging you, getting to the point you're comfortable, you know, with where you're at, you're going to hate this church because we, we routinely muck things up. We routinely take the word of God, bring it forward and says, Hey, this is what it says. Now, what are we going to do about it? And then we try to make real practical um, steps that people can take. And we bring, you know, you know, print material and we bring web resources. We do right now media and we, we've done classes and we've done groups and we've done, you know, special teachings. We've got special serve opportunities. We've gotten little spiritual practices that we introduce to people, you know, and so we're constantly wanting to do that. And so in this season, we're having to think differently about it because we suspect that what we would ordinarily do in a fall, people aren't going to be tracking with. We don't think they're Mm going to be 
oodles and oodles of people who are looking for more big commitments to make, whether it be a serve commitment or a, a group commitment or a 45 week Bible study commitment or something like that. But instead we're really looking for on ramps that people can integrate into their life with the crazy nature of the life, the busy nature of the life and the uncertainty of the life. And so we're looking for ways for us to intersect in people's lives, looking for ways for people to, to, um, you know, connect with Christ and again, church with each other in a healthy way um, that again fits with the way life is. And so this last week, um, the the teaching team was teasing me because I had like <laughs> 35 next steps, like half the message was next steps. And there might've been a reason why we were teasing you about it. <laughs> yes, because I, I am, I'll, I'm the guy who says in our, this is, this is boy, you're getting uh, a glimpse of how the sausage is made here today. I'm always the guy who says it's better to have a few next steps or even one next step. Right. Also, rather than choose what not to say. Choose what not to say. <laughs> These are my mantras whenever I'm I'm talking to the other speakers. But um, and it's physician heal yourself, right? So, <laughs> so my rationale for what I did this last weekend. One is we're launching a series. We're launching a season, and there's just a lot coming up. And the other thing is I I wanted to give kind of a huge um, group of opportunities for steps people can take. And that we're going to be reinforcing these over the next several months um, of things that people um, can take. So we had a message starting off the, the the book of Acts. Super excited. We really focused in on that word martos, which means witness. Uh, so word we get the word martyr from. So the person who's willing to lay down their rights, their time, uh, to risk every part of their life to tell what Jesus means to them. This is my testimony. This is the thing that Jesus has done for me. This is what Jesus has done. He could do it for you too. Mm-hmm. That the most powerful um, force for for people coming to know Jesus is story, is people just telling their simple stories. It's more powerful than sermons. It's more powerful than worship services. It's more powerful than apologetics classes. It's more powerful than reasoned arguments. Mm-hmm. Just the simple testimony where people you know, God just has filled his, his filled our stories with power and that has been his plan. And so there's just a real burden we have for, um, for people to, um, you know, begin to pray for people who don't know Christ, for people to learn to tell their story, for people to just engage in, in, in this thing of what we call, um, share around here. So, um, just, you know, some of the steps I call people to, um, one is I, I call people to pray for three and, and this, this is such a simple thing, but over the years I found it incredibly powerful. I even, you know, as an old, my own spiritual practice, uh, we did some of this even at staff meeting this week, you know, who are three people that the Holy spirit has laid in your heart that, that for, for, for a week, for a month, for however long, I'm going to be praying for these three people that they know, come to know Christ. And, um, and for some people it might be my three kids or it might be, the three favorite people in my life. But if we really listen to the spirit, sometimes it's the spirit, you know, prompting us that he's already working Mm. in people's lives. And so when we start praying for them, opportunities come to talk to them, to influence them. We might then hear a report that, wow, they're hanging out with other Christians all of a sudden, or wow, they just showed up at church. If you want God to blow your mind by just doing things that, wow, I didn't think that was going to happen I didn't expect that kind of life transformation. Well, then join him in the work he's doing. 
you know, cause he's already at work. And so this thing of praying for three, is just something I, I hope that hundreds of our people will do. And it's a very simple thing. It's just Holy spirit. Who are three people that you want me to pray for right now? And he really put for me, the two neighbors on either side of my, it's actually four people on either side. And one's a brand new neighbor and one who's a neighbor who I got to know because we we're all doing yard work at the same time all summer, <laughs> but just a, a burden for these two families that is an opportunity to talk to them, share story, invite them to church and just looking for that kind of opportunity. So that was one of the things. Other thing is just to get equipped, you know, um, what an incredible tool we have in right now media. And so if you haven't gone to jacobworldchurch.church and clicked on right now media and got yourself an account, you just really need to do it. It's like Netflix for discipleship you know, incredible resources, all kinds of encouraging things. So things for families, for kids, you're just really missing out on a great resource if you're not taking advantage of it. I'm actually blown away that, that we get to offer it at the, as a church. Well, if you go to, you sign up and then you go to Right Now Media. So you go to a website, you request, we send you your information, you sign up. And then um, there's a actual tab that says Jacob's Well, and you can click on there. And this is stuff that we're highlighting. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of stuff on acts. There's a whole bunch of stuff on, um, on, uh, on how to share your faith. So you could just watch, you know, and there's some on relational evangelism. There's some on, you know, more, um, direct evangelism. Um, there's some on acts of service, but the point is, is that you could get equipped. You could actually say, I yeah. want to learn how to do this. And I don't think people realize, you know, if it, so say you wanted to start a small group and you wanted to buy one of these video resources, like the amount of money that it could cost you and your group to right. do that, you know, and then, then there's the next cycle that comes through. And so right. everybody in your group is chipping in 10 to 20 bucks for something like that. The fact that they've done this in such a way that churches are able to bless their people and, right. and give this away, asking nothing. And then it's such a tool like, you know, we can come and we could do a, a host of a number of classes here, but at any time on demand, you have access to some of the best teachers across yep. the country and the world right. who are skilled in these things and able to mm-hmm. um, pass them on in just an awesome way. Yeah. And I mean, so the church pays for the service, um, but because so many churches are doing it across the country, it's just super, it's just, it's just a huge blessing. So want to take advantage of that. Uh, one of the other things we did is we had when you came in this weekend and we mentioned if you're listening online on the weekends, uh, cards that were just had people. And one of two things I'm asking people to do with those. One is you put them on your refrigerator. It's just a reminder. Hey, who am I supposed to just reach out to? Who's part of Jacob's Well, who I know they haven't been back. They're not engaging in services. You know, I'm a little concerned. Maybe they're drifting into tough things. I'm going to send them a text. I'm going to give them a call or I'm going to actually write a note to him on the back of this card and I'm going to send it to him. So, you know, we're always, uh, you know, be, being a bigger church, trying to do a good job of gathering in lost sheep. Mm-hmm. That's the reason we called every household this summer just to check in. Uh, that's why we check in with our elderly and just making sure people are doing okay. But, but the more the body of Christ can do that naturally, organically, assuming, and this is always our assumption, that the Holy Spirit is working in you, yeah. that the Holy Spirit will prompt someone who we he may not prompt us. And if you reach out to them, you might just be the thing that tips them to showing up on a weekend or popping online or, mm-hmm. or reaching out because they really need a care appointment. And, and now they're going to, they're going to do that. And, um, and it's amazing how many times I'll just, I'll be going through my week and 
someone's repairing my heart, my mind, I'll be praying for them. And then I'll just send them a text, just thinking about you this week. I can't tell you how many times it happens where the person said, wow, you know, it's amazing that you reached out because this mm-hmm. is going on. I mean, and it's, it's, it's not so much they're so blown away that I thought of them. It's just a reminder that they remember, they realize God hasn't forgotten me. Yeah. God hasn't forgotten me. Yeah. And I think the power of being a larger church, there's so many connections that people in our congregation have that we don't have. And when someone gets a, a personal note that's handwritten right. from somebody that they actually know, not a faceless stranger, right. not just part of some you know organization that they, but but someone that they know and they have connection with, it means so much more. And I think one of the things that, that we're doing that's really cool is let's say that you know a name, but you don't know the address of the person. You can put the name, you can put the note on it, you can drop it in one of our um, uh, yep. the offering boxes. And then what the church is going to do is do the best we can with the directory we've got to make sure that that gets to them. Yep. So it's a way for you to be able to write this handwritten thing that just means so much. It's such a personal message from you. Um, but then we'll help as much as we can yeah. with the legwork. Yeah, we can get you the address or we can send it. Um, and again, you know, you know, again, it's not just a random thing. People say, well, what difference does one contact make? Well, if that's the one the Holy Spirit has prompted you, well, then God's power is full of that prompt. Mm-hmm. And that might be an eternally life-changing <laughs> interaction. And so this is what it looks like, nuts and bolts, to join God in this thing of share, join him where he's working. Another one of the steps we mentioned is to go to the jkwellchurch.church, click on I want to help, and specifically to help with um, a project um, the health department is working on. Actually, Catholic Charities is involved in this now, too, where we're um, going to be moving the current homeless shelter, which is in Hobbs Arena, to um, to um, another location. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been <clears throat> um, some serious outbreaks of COVID among the um, um, homeless populations um, in our area. And all summer we've been doing different ministries and we've been bringing meals and things like that. Well, this is an opportunity to help the overwhelmed city government and overwhelmed health department take that step in Jesus' name. That is fundamentally a form of share and serve. But it says to the community that, you know, Jesus has changed us. And so this is the kind of thing we do as followers of Christ. And so that's the kind of service um and witness to the watching community. I'll tell you, the health department loves us right now mm. because we're, we're, we are we're have proactively gone to them and say, how can we help? We've gone to the school district and say, how can we help? And um, so, I mean, that's a cool thing. Another step we're talking about is baptism. And um, we didn't do Splash this summer for all the reasons COVID-related, um, but there are a lot of people who are wanting to be baptized. That is, by definition, a... A, a profession of your faith. It is me saying, I have faith that I used to be dead in my sins, buried in Christ, risen to walk in newness of life. I'm doing it as a public profession of faith that I want the church to know, my family to know, I want everybody to know that I am declaring that I'm a Christian. And so um, it's a step of obedience. It's a step of worship. Um, it's a confirmation of our salvation. And so, um, we're doing baptisms this fall. And so we're going to do it in such a way where we'll be doing some live on the weekends, but then other people say, I'm not ready to come back or, or I just want to do it in a different way. Um, we can set it up where it's done in a river or a pool or a lake or, or wherever. Um, 
but um, we would love to videotape that and then to share that with as a celebration with the church. And in order to organize all this and to do the teaching necessary for all the different individuals, rather than ga- gathering people up for a class, we've actually, again, used the resource of Right Now Media, where, again, church. sign up, get part of Right Now Media, then you can go to the Jacob's Well tab, and there's an entire page on baptism. And what that would look like is you click there, I want to be baptized. Actually, you can go to the website and you can click, I want to be baptized. And it leads you to Right Now Media and it leads you to the baptism page. And you watch about a 10 minute video where I explain what salvation is. And then there's some questions for you to answer. Then you watch another about 10 minute video. And then you watch, so I think there's three, three, maybe four videos, but it's about 30 minutes of content, which explains salvation, baptism, helps you make, you know, informed decision about when and how I want to get baptized. And then when you finish that process, we get that information, then we reach out to you, and then the pastoral care team comes alongside you and says, hey, you know, tell us your story, when would you like to be baptized, and we just get that all organized. Um, but but that's a step people can take um, to intentionally say, I want to get baptized, I want the world to know um, who Jesus is in my, is in my life. Um, one of the other things we, we just called out to, and this was something I just I felt just deeply um, convicted to do was um, to give people the opportunity in services for the next several weeks, for sure, an opportunity to accept Christ. So, so often, you know, when we give a message, we, we talk to the, who we're speaking to as though everyone's Christians, everyone's a believer. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of new people come through. We had, we had um, 14 visitors this last weekend, mm-hmm. which is crazy that new people are coming to church um, we've had hundreds of new people engage on our weekend services, um, which is which is awesome. And so I just laid out the simple message of salvation, that Jesus really lived, really died, really rose from the dead, you know, that we accept him by faith. I led a prayer, and then I created an opportunity where um, people could go to our resource center and pick up a little booklet. You know, if you pray that prayer, if you've just accepted Christ, um this is your next step. This will, this will go over what salvation is. It'll help you get started on the journey of becoming a follower of Jesus Christ. And we're kind of blown away. Cause like, um, Susie, who's in our resource center tells us, uh, that about 30 books were picked up mm-hmm. this last weekend. And Karen, who works in our office tells us that, um, we're getting lots of emails where people said, I prayed that prayer. I'd like one of those books, Yeah, which is, um, again, just that's the Holy spirit. I mean, you just take something, it's not even a whole message on salvation. It's not even, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, I was thinking to myself, I'm not even sure this is a very good presentation of the gospel, <laughs> but just felt led to do it. And the Holy spirit just kind of shows up. Mm-hmm. So there's, that's what the passage was all about. You will receive power when the Holy spirit comes, then you will be my witnesses. And so it's not about how great we can pull this stuff off. It's about this just incredible reliance on, the Holy Spirit. I was just walking down one of the hallways, just popping in people's office, seeing what people were doing. And um, I, I popped in Grace, who who works with our youth, and is so awesome. Um, and I, she had for a while, and I said, Grace, you look very intense. She said, I'm just trying to finish my message for tonight, just trying to really dial it in. And uh, we talked about that a little bit. But in essence, we had this conversation that you know, whenever you give a message, there's the one you write, there's the one you give, mm-hmm. and there's the one you wish you gave, you know. Um, every week. Every week. <laughs> and um, But having said all that, it's never about the person giving the message or the message. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I, I've given messages where I just thought that was a Greek tragedy. That was <laughs> the, I should never be allowed to do this again. That was so bad. People would be surprised how often we have these internal dialogues inside of our heads, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as a speaker. And then sure enough, I'll get an email the next day saying that changed my life. And it's just God humbling me again, saying your words, your efforts were nothing compared to my Holy spirit power mm-hmm. in, in what happens. And so, um, grace. And so I just reminded grace, you know, it's not about us. It's about the spirit. And, and she was just like, thanks. That's a really good, <laughs> good reminder of that. And so, um, the spirit's really working in a really cool way. The last next step, see, this is the laundry list of next steps that we could take. <laughs> it's all so exciting and it's all, it's all related was just something that I mentioned that I want to talk a little bit about, um, this week, because I, I have a feeling that the people who are listening to our podcast are some of the most engaged people we have right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for you all staying engaged and being intentional about that. Um, but one of the things that we're going to start, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday is 40 days of prayer. So we're going to do 40 days of prayer leading up to and and the week of um, the election. Um, just a deep burden to pray. Um, you know, one of the, the earmarks of the early church is just they were constantly praying. They would stay up all night and pray. You know, they, from the time Jesus rose from the dead to the time the whole, uh, the time he ascended into heaven to the time that he, he, um, um, sent the Holy Spirit, it just says pretty much they just met in the upper room and they prayed. And then they prayed, they preached for like 20 minutes and thousands got saved. I always joke that we preach for 30 days and then we, we pray for 10 minutes and we get our best results, which are underwhelming. But there's just a deep burden I have. I think this, this comes from our overseers of our church that we as a people need to pray. And so we're going to be creating... Uh, a prayer resource where every week you can actually pick up or you can get online. Hey, this is the things to pray for this week. So there'll be prayer requests. There'll be historically classic prayers that Christians have been praying for hundreds of years. There'll be Psalms that we'll be praying. There'll be specific prayer requests that will include things like, you know, praying for our leaders, praying for racial reconciliation, praying for, you know, um, teachers, praying for families, you know, um, really focusing, you know, praying for the lost. Part of that will be just a reminder to be praying for your three throughout throughout this time. There'll be four days where we're going to be um, um, calling people to pray and fast. And so I'm going to do a special podcast on, okay, what is fasting? Is it always food? Or actually, they, for some people, I'm actually going to challenge them to fast from their phones, mm-hmm. you know, fast from gaming, fast from, you know, whatever. But just for a while and then to to replace it with some prayer activities. Um, we're also going to have um, every Wednesday an online opportunity for people to just log in and for us to have a community, you know, cyber time of prayer. And all of this is going to be laid out and all of this is going to be um, promoted um, throughout the 40 days. We've opened up our prayer trails. And so we've got, if you haven't taken advantage of our prayer trails, we, we have 150 acres of land. And trails are open. It's beautiful. The bugs are all gone now. Um, the trees are going to start turning. And we've got some guided prayer experiences out there. There's seven different stations. Um, I should warn you, I think I think station three or four is at the top of the top is highest uh, ridge. So your heart rate will, will be up by the time you reach that one. But it's just, a, it's just an opportunity to say, all right, I'm going to fast. 
And so instead of having this meal, instead of playing this game, instead of watching this show, I'm going to turn off the TV for, for a day. I'm going to go to the church and I'm going to walk the prayer trails. The point is, is that, that we're, we're trying to meet people. We're going to, we're going to post the daily prayer experiences on social media. So people can just every day saying, okay, this is the scripture I'm going to read. This is, this is the prayer I'm going to pray that, I mean, mm-hmm. really try to bring people back to this place of integrating prayer into every aspect of their life. And I mean, again, if hundreds, you know, golly, even if thousands of people were to, 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 to engage in that kind of prayer activity, boy, we would just expect to see the Holy Spirit Pentecost kind of power. So again, this is a huge laundry list of, of the things that are going on. Um, but all of this is designed to intersect in people's lives with the realities of the way things are. Okay, so we're not asking people to, uh, to um, you know, sign up for a huge group experience or a 10-week class or a serve every, every day until Jesus comes back kind of thing. We're just recognizing that people's lives, that's not realistic. Um, but instead, let's meet people where they're at on their journey, just like we always say, and help them take steps to know and become like Christ. So it, I just think it's going to be a pretty pretty cool experience. Yeah. No, I think you were teasing earlier that there's so many next steps, but I think it's absolutely appropriate. Every The times ebb and flow and we need more and yes. we need to see a list of like, okay, here's some different things. And it's it's great because different things on this list are going to ping on the heart of different people. And there's going to be things that you feel prompted. Okay, this is mine. You know, yep. these are my two or these are my three things that I feel like I should really be focusing on this fall. And, and as you said, we, we just kicked off this brand new series yep. and we're going to be sitting in the book of Acts for a good long while. And I'm personally really excited about that to mm-hmm. see, um, to really spend time and to consider what's taught and how it relevant it is to us today and how it's the part of the story that we're still living out. Yep. So no, it's all good stuff. Very cool. Well, and we should probably say, you know, all right, we don't have expectations that anybody's going to do everything, you know, there, but, but we really do. Do, they, the do they get a sticker or something? If I, they do? I think it probably <laughs> would not be good for you spiritually to do everything. You would be filled with pride or, or, or just exhausted, you know, um, um, prob- probably. Um, but, but our hope is that everyone will do something mm-hmm. and that we really, we always jokingly, not jokingly say we want to remove the excuse for not having something to do. You know, and there's so many actions, so many steps you can take. And I mean, I haven't even talked about what would happen if you went to Jacob's World Church, that church, and went to the children's page or the youth page or the care page or the, the page just for seniors. I mean, there's so many resources that 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 have been created um, and ways for people to to take steps. So very cool thing. I thought. Sure. We could end our time. I, I just wanted to kind of lead us in just kind of a little bit of a prayer experience. Yeah. Sounds great. If that's cool with you. All right. So um, wherever you're at, maybe you're driving in your car, maybe you're just sitting, uh, maybe you're exercising, um, wherever you're at, just take a minute to just kind of focus in on, on Christ. If you're able to just take a few deep breaths, just to breathe in. And whatever you're carrying, just become aware. If you're carrying anxiety, if you're carrying any fear, just become aware of it. Don't try to deny it or push it away or control it or make it stop. 
Just imagine lifting yourself up to Christ and lifting yourself up to Jesus and and all that you're feeling and you're experiencing. And let's just pray. Lord, open our lips and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Psalms 98 O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love, his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth and sing for joy. Sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the harp, the harp and with the voices of a psalm. With the trumpet and with the sound of the ram horn, make joyful noise before the Lord, the King. Let the sea roar and all that is in it, the world and all that dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he has come to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with equity. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Philippians 2, verse 3 through 11. Do nothing from selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each other, each of you, not only look at the interest of yourself, but also the interest of others, having this mind among yourselves, which is also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in very form God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself taking on the form of a servant, being born in human likeness, being found in appearance of human, a human, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For our leaders, we pray, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For our teachers in our schools, we pray, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For our doctors and our health care and for healing from this pandemic, we pray, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For all those who are hurting and struggling, isolated and alone, struggling with addiction and depression, we pray, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. For any specific prayer requests that anyone who is listening to this podcast has, we pray, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, because without you we are not able to please you, mercifully grant that your Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, was lifted up high upon a cross that he might draw the whole world to himself, mercifully grant that we, who glorify in the mystery of our redemption, may have grace to take up our cross and follow him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>